0: You Really? You are the funniest person I've As ever known. Oh, well. <laughs> Live from the Macaroni Mansion, located in historic South Philadelphia, it's the Broad Street Breakdown with Vinny Paz and the OG Gavin with special guest Stupid Sicko and me, Professor Pablo. <laughs> Why is it historic? What is historic?
1: I
2: wonder, I wonder that every time.
1: Eld City is historic, I, mean, I think. Or like... Independence Mall. Tell you, numbers. Mark,
0: it's very historic. Uh, I mean, I guess it's like 40, yes. years, 40 years old, historic 50 years. Fuck. It is now. He just needed a, a, an adjective. We're adding history because we're in the back of uh, mansion. Uh, that's okay. That's right. I'll that's buy that. All right.
1: You're listening to episode 38 of the Broad Street Breakdown. My name is Vinny Paz, along with the OG, Professor Pablo, and the Sicko. We're back once again. Boys, what's the word, sicko? What's the word? Sarate. Sarate. Tippitai, on the panty side? On the
3: panty side. Hey, eh, you know. Another day, man. Another day. Professor. Thankful for another day of living. No, you're not. No, you're not. I'm really not. <laughs> I wish I was dead tomorrow. <laughs> I'm trying to adopt the Gavin's PMA and be a positive person.
0: No, I'm not. That's right. Could someone just kill me <laughs> on the way to work? <laughs> Please <laughs> I, I really me. appreciate it.
1: Nobody likes us. Everybody <laughs> hates us.
0: <laughs> Guess we'll go eat worms. Do the trick. Professor, what's the word? They call me Professor Pretzel. <laughs>
3: I ate about 100 pretzels. Yeah, because you fuck them all up. Yeah, they're all banged up. This you guy got, can't he rip. He puts his
1: mitts all over he can't, him. Him or Gavin can't rip a, a, a pretzel off of the gimmick properly. I like a nice, orderly. I can. I choose not gonna not to have to. Yeah, well.
0: It's anarchy.
1: That's just. It's almost like. That's just when, rude.
0: When a shark smells blood and he goes in a frenzy. <laughs> and me and OG get the pretzels and it's this hot right off the line. It's are a frenzy. You, are you it's saying, saying it's a pretzel that's, frenzy? That's, not, that's all right.
1: That yeah. was that. Uh, not description. <laughs> what is that? An idiom? An analogy?
3: Couldn't even
0: tell you. Just call me but an I'm idiot. write it down. <laughs> oh, I got beef with that. With what? For a year now, we've been saying what? sicko, write that down? Right. What are you doing with this?
3: What do you mean, what am I doing with With everything this? that
0: is writing down, when we say write that down. Where do you think the episode titles come from?
3: Where do you think the fucking... Not
1: from that. Descript- yes, they do. Yeah, they, they do not. Yeah, they do. He sends them to I, me and Gavin. Have you
3: not been on this show for a fucking year? I don't pay attention. <laughs> you exactly. <don't> mind. <laughs> the fucking, like, paragraphs that go on the descriptor? That's, they're way too long for me to read. Yeah, of course, do you have a cliff
0: note out. version? Yes, I do. So you're, writing, so you're writing them down and you're cataloging them, all of our gems? I mean, they're written down. In a book that you're not going to lose? I mean, who can say what's going to happen in the future? Wow.
4: <laughs>
0: what the fuck is he even talking about? What do you care for? Because we're fucking we're making <laughs> gems week in and week out. Okay. And you're just writing them down in a disposable book. What would you like me to do with them? Transpose them to a computer. Put Transpose them in the cloud. Transpose them. Rose. How's that Put them in, in the cloud Yeah, don't fuck with the cloud
1: Are you paying attention to them? No Right It's good I'm not even paying attention <laughs> to us That looks like a nice cookie
2: Suckling I'm enjoying it I hope that guy who hates me eating on the air is enjoying
0: it too Yeah, yes I've already muted your mic so we can't hear you chewing That ain't right not, You don't have the authority I, I uh, control the button <laughs> <laughs> You're on five second delay <laughs> <laughs>
2: Wow. You control the button because we let you control the button. <laughs> if so facto, I still control the button. <laughs> if so facto.
0: facto, write that down. Jinx, buy me coke. <laughs> God.
3: Uh, hey, Vin. Before we get started, we got a, a, a Facebook message from one of our friends, a longtime listener. Yes. Uh, pretty much directed at you. You remember? We don't have I, any friends, don't we? Right. Oh, we got lots of friends. I don't think so. You remember a uh, couple episodes back I think it was at Dear Vin Where the dude called you a meatball Yeah Okay Well our, our boy uh, I hope I'm saying this right I apologize if I'm not Pharaoh Barajas Okay Um, He was just finishing up episode 35 And Vinny was called a meatball And Vinny said Well that's not insulting And you know There are worse things you could be called You like meatballs you Sure <laughs> He wanted to know <clears throat> What a, what about other foods? What about coleslaw? I mean, think about someone calling you coleslaw. Fuck you, fucking coleslaw. Yeah, I take umbrage would, with coleslaw. Would, would, that, would that be an with insult?
1: With
3: All right. I just wanted to clear that up. He's just was curious. I hate Kelslaw.
1: hate That's a huge insult. You're going to me like the worst thing yeah. of all earth. Yeah. yeah. All right. So we'll remember that.
0: Don't What's call worse Vin- than that? Nothing.
3: Don't call Vinny coleslaw.
2: This cookie? Not worse than that.
1: That cookie looks succulent Call me shortbread cookie all day Right Yeah Just don't call him coleslaw Yeah Call me ice cream keck <laughs> I'm not mad at that Soft pretzel not call, not me yeah, call, call me cookie puss Yeah call me cookie puss Call him fudgy the whale <laughs> Whatever Just don't call, call him fucking yeah. coleslaw Yeah that fucking That fucking bozo to call me a meatball That's a compliment Exactly,
0: exactly. Yeah stupid
1: <laughs> Yeah you fucking moron <laughs> I told you not to be stupid Um, so that's this episode of the Broad Street All right. (laughs) Thanks for tuning in. Good night. We'll see you next episode. No, uh, we, uh, Gavin and I were speaking about, I don't know about the lost art of artwork, but the lost art of show flyers and uh, band logos, not that band logos don't exist anymore, but the ones that, were, what was the word you used? Iconic. Iconic. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, that went through, I mean, I can't, I, would you think it has to go back to the 80s, the last iconic, Are there any in the 90s? For me personally,
3: I, I, you know, everything begins and ends with Black Flag. I don't think there was ever a band that perfected the art of the, the show flyer, like, Like Black Flag and yeah, well, I
1: mean, for me, the show flyers like ones that aren't weren't traditionally good in the traditional sense. I still loved like sure the hand drawn CBGB's flyers of skins and shit like you know that shit ruled to me, and there was effort being put forth. You know what I mean? Um, Same thing with band logos and like you said with Black Flag. I mean, it's like that and the Misfits Crimson. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, that's what you think of. I'm I, trying to think uh, of anyone past.
3: It's funny that you mentioned that going off on a little side route, but I remember a little while back, probably a couple of years now, but uh, Kevin Seconds had posted a question on Facebook that got tremendous response, and I remember the discussion. It was kind of actually pretty cool, but it was like, you know, what is the most iconic like punk rock or hardcore band uh, logo uh-huh. and you know people were basically came down to two either the bars the black flag bars or uh-huh. the misfit skull and it was about neck and neck like who was going you know yeah back and forth it was pretty interesting
1: yeah that's I mean that's probably I, I, I can't really think there there's there's image like when you think of nevermind the Bullocks in your head that's an image it's right. not a logo right then, then there's other bands the DK lo- logo the DK logo is up that uh-huh. would definitely be top
2: Absolutely. Top five,
1: probably top three. Yeah. But then you have band, like, I think the the GB of Gorilla Biscuits is iconic, but they had one record, one LP. Mm-hmm. It was in and out. Is it still considered? I think people that weren't hardcore punk rock kids would see and be like, I know what that is about Black Flag. All I know all, what that is that. about the Misfits. You can't say that about GB. No. Nah, didn't or, really transcend its... No, it, does it have to do with the fact that they only had one LP? Maybe, maybe, maybe not. You know,
2: there's different levels of of mm. notoriety. There's, notori- there, there's notoriety in in our our world, thing. yeah, yeah, and then there's crossover sort of notoriety. Yeah, I yeah. Think Black Flag, the logo, absolutely did that. Absolutely, I mean, there,
1: there. I don't know that you're gonna. F- we could probably sit here all night. I don't know if we're going to think of any that transcended the way Black Flag and the Misfits did. Yeah. Did um, you catch that,
3: I um, can't remember if it was New York Times or the Wall Street Journal, had a whole op-ed piece about the uh, the logo being sold and being used on like <clears throat> designer clothes that are, you know, shirts that barney's is charging like four hundred dollars for i did not yeah I, is this
1: black flag or uh, black flag the who bars. sold it greg in or who, I, he, who I, even it, owned it i
3: i don't know if it was like actually sold or if they were like using poetic license being like it's been sold right 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 oh i understand what you're saying right it's been licensed to be put on these shirts that are well, being sold. No, for- I didn't
1: read that particular one, but I know that the Barney's and companies like that. You'll see um, the red carpet. The, the <laughs> one of the younger, the younger Kardashian girls with a Slayer shirt. It's um, yeah, that's uh, rough. These two brothers who play in the NFL. They just did a story of them. Um, you you know, like during Sports Center, where they'll do like little mini docs, like five six minute pieces. Mm-hmm it was on these two brothers in the NFL and, um, you know, uh, they're they're black kids, Um, they they were showing them like at the gym playing hip hop and whatnot and the one brother was wearing an injustice for all t-shirt. Oh yeah? It's, um, I think that we could go on that in general where these images that are being worn by um, like socialites and shit that don't know what they're wearing we we spoke on the chris brown thing where we we saw saw that picture he had the excel patch and the Chrome Ax patch um either the accused or exploited or both on there um i'm not really sure like i would say oh i don't know i'm not sure i feel about that if heads were making money but nobody's getting paid off that so then it's then You're talking about like a double slap in the face because you're exploiting a culture, but no one's winning. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like um, these iconic images, stay; they're iconic because they're long-lasting and people are sort of using them as a tool that, I mean, I can't imagine what what some of these dudes are thinking when they see that. What
2: are they thinking? What's the point?
1: what are the dudes that wear it thinking? I honestly honestly don't. I typically have the answer, especially when it comes to pop culture. Why that dude who doesn't listen to Metallica had that shirt on? Or why does that Kardashian girl have a Slayer shirt? And, And if someone was to write in or say, oh, maybe they like the design. You know how many cheesy companies like tap out and affliction are that have like swords and shit like that <laughs> on that bullshit just wear that
3: that's that's kind of what what i've always wondered like a do these people have any concept of what they're wearing and b if it's just a design thing exactly like you said like there's a million and one different clothing lines that'll make crappy shirts with wacky designs. Yeah, if you
1: want D-bag shit, like look no further than Affliction and Tap right. So why are these people specifically picking up on punk rock stuff? I haven't asked it. I don't know that I have the answer for it. Uh, in, in 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 Chris Brown's case, I know who made that jacket for him, personally. You know what I mean? So that I can answer you. What, um, n- n- not, not why it happened, but I mean answer you that Chris Brown had no idea What they were. If they were, you know what I mean? If they were black metal bands, uh, punk, hardcore, he didn't know. The dude who put that on him is an OG. That
2: motherfucker don't know nothing about nothing.
1: He don't know anything about anything. He deserves his fucking jaw turned into a fucking jigsaw puzzle. I mean, so far, he's caught cases for beating up Rihanna, bruising the shit out of her. That's a female. And then the dude, the singer dude, Frank Ocean, the gay dude who 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 shouldn't not you know not a goon, not because he's gay, because he's an R and B dude, and he he, he attacked him. This dude ain't attacking nobody, bro. Like I have a problem with that. It's the same problem I had with Kanye going on then you know, on Taylor Swift. It's like, yo man, on some real shit. Like you might not know it, but th- like. Slayer be at the Grammys, man, because they, they, they're they up for like best metal, whether they win or not or whether we care. It's, it's totally irrelevant. Why isn't he popping off at Tom riot Because we will get shit beat down his leg. These dude, this, this dudes is funny style with who they beef with and who they lay hands on. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, everybody in the Cro-Mags would, would fuck him up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He's wearing their patches. Everybody in that original band would stomp him out now and they're all pushing 50. So, so there's... I don't have the answer. Of why
0: do you, do you do you have any? I mean, you, I think that you think it's like, design, oh, this is this is counter culture. Yeah, is. these designers are like, what's the next fucking thing? Like, remember, when, like motocross was big for a while that no one even rode a motorcycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like that's so like they, they'll try anything. So and you're like, saying
1: they're throwing shit at the wall and seeing. Yeah, what and they're
0: sticks. like, oh, this is fucking another fashion we haven't exploited yet. Well, un- unlike the other shit, this is sticking because. Every, you know,
1: I was like, uh, when we saw that Chris Brown shit, that was years ago yeah, when you and I, was I were talking saying, about that picture. And then, like, now, like I said, the Kardashians, like, a few times had Slayer shirts. And then when I saw, I saw Gary, Gary Holt, and he was wearing a Kill the Kardashian shirt, mm-hmm. which I just liked it as a jab. I mean, I'm you know what I mean? Them dudes are, well, 50. I'm sure he didn't mean anything by it, but it was, it was funny. Mm-hmm. I, it was basically a don't wear our shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But... I mean, you'll see like some hot girl on the fucking uh, runway or whatever you call it, the red carpet, with like a, a cut up, a cut up Exodus bonded by blood shirt. I don't really know what's going on, man. It's like, but at the same time, when OG said like, why are they doing it? all I, I mean, hip hop and um, hardcore and punk rock have always been. It's like people mine for good shit. Don't contribute anything to the... You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're mining for the diamonds, and it's like all the shit that happened. They're not they- doing any of the shoveling. Right. Or the heavy lifting. Exactly. It, it's it's. There does come a time where... Uh, maybe you get old enough and jaded where you don't care, but there does come a time where you're like, yo, I scraped and scratched money to buy this Cormag's record. I was in shows... When dudes was getting buck fifty and there was blood everywhere, there's something, there's something that stays with you forever for the rest of your life. It's like, I earn my stripes. You're just a culture vulture. And it's very dangerous how it can trickle down because if young girls, not if, young girls worship those Kardashian girls, if I start seeing like, 16 year old girls In fucking Rain and blood T-shirts My fucking head's gonna explode You know what I mean
3: I'm actually waiting Until the ignorance Comes full circle When somebody Who really
1: doesn't know What the fuck they're doing Puts on something like 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 Burzum or something. Or like a screwdriver t-shirt. Well, I, like. I don't know if I told it on air. We definitely spoke about it together. I don't know if I talked about it on air. I was When we were at This Is Hardcore, I was going to go up in someone's mouth because he was wearing a Burzum shirt and he was a hipster. You did mention it. Yeah, okay. So I won't go through the story again, but Bill and I in an interview when we were doing Heavy Metal Kings tours, we're like, you wear any? You wear a screwdriver shirt, ironically. You wear Burzum, ironically. I'm going up in your mouth. That I don't care about... You know what I'm saying? All this shit that they're wearing, ironically, I'm offended, but I can't go up in your mouth for certain shit. You know what I mean? Right. If, if some hipster wants to wear, ironically, a Venom shirt, I'm offended by that as like an OG metalhead, that he's like half and half mocking it, half and half like, I never heard, uh, <coughs> you know what I'm saying, black metal from, from Venom. Uh, but I'm not swinging on you, but I, but you're basic, when you're wearing Burzum, you're like, I'm a white nationalist. And we were all standing next to this kid. I'm like, "Yo, man, there's part of me that there's my responsibility to Joe Hardcore, and to Liam, and to Chris X, and all them brothers, and you know what I mean, of respect and friendship to not ruin an event. Then the flip side of that is I have a responsibility as a man. To, to you know what I'm saying? That's offensive. You're saying you're saying fuck black people, fuck latinos. You're saying fuck everybody by wearing that shirt. And if you don't think you're saying that, you're fucking stupid. You're even worse than You're even worse you're, than you're, that. Right. Cuz if you're wearing it and you're riding with it, then you're going to be like, "Yeah, that's right." And then I'm going to have to be like, "Well, all right." You know what I'm saying? It's like it's like those if you, if you, go ahead, I'm sorry
2: either they either they believe it or they're trying to be edgy but either way either way you're going to get a reaction yeah that sometimes you might not be looking for
1: and if you if you're the type of person if you're a provocateur mm. and you want a reaction you better be able to you better be willing to ride for that right like if you I, you and i are going if we're all going somewhere wherever it is a show a wrestling show boxing and we want to do some dickhead shit. We know going into it, this might set something off. I looked at that kid's face; he didn't think he was setting anything off. You know what I mean? If we wanted to do some real dickhead heel shit when we went, to, you know what I mean, to a show, and and rock the fucking shirt that said "You're not punk rock if you weren't at a show in '88," that would ruffle some fucking feathers. But we'd be like, "Y'all ready to throw hands?" Because that's just gonna fucking happen. So that's so that's where I take umbrage with it. Not you know what I mean? If you're if you're rocking it. And like Gavin said, there's two options there. You're either trying to be a provocateur, or you believe in it. Well, both of those things will get you slapped up. You know, I guess I'm going too far, right, or left, or off the rails. But um, yeah. Well, with flyers, OG, when you when with your band, would you make them?
2: Yeah. You,
1: because you can draw a little bit, so you would draw, with, and then w- just some kinko shit like. Uh,
2: no, it was more. Uh... Find a picture, put shit over it, kind of thing. Like, like some cut and paste shit. Yeah. Mm. So it's because I mean I remember
1: I don't remember one specifically, but I remember they were still very um, anti scene ish looking in, in, in that style, uh, if not anti scene like that style of um, um, Poison Idea. You know how they would <clears throat> even their even their album it's seven inches and album covers looked like copy and paste, it looked mm-hmm. like they cut out their logo. With the and ransom then, letters. Yes, and then put the the one, they put the Jeebus, the right. por, the Jeebus mm-hmm. portrait on it,
2: that's how, your flyers and shit reminded me of that, you know what I mean? Yeah, it was, it was throwback stuff, cause that's the stuff that we came up on, and that's yeah. the stuff that influenced me, and that's the, the stuff that always, st- to this day still sticks in my head. Well you said
1: something like, if a flyer exists today, even if you know what I mean, because yeah. that was a big if. You're like, it exists online.
2: Everything's online now. Yeah, like, there's no such thing as putting up. I Yeah, mean, there, I think there is, but it's. It, it, but I mean, us with the broad the street Level.
1: breakdown stickers. That's our. That doesn't happen. From if there if there was if there was twenty year old twenty somethings with a new podcast, there wouldn't be their stickers on phone pay phones in Philly. Um, right, I still do it with my music you know what I'm saying
2: because of where we come from Absolutely. and the age we are
1: I'm still in the backstage in some place in fucking Sweden putting my stickers up you know what I mean the same way a graph writer is getting up and the same way graph writers don't change that right write into, I mean, I'm sure with doing the book, you realize that dudes still get up in their 50s and 60s.
3: Absolutely, every every um, interview that, that Freddie's done is like the last question is always, do you still write? Yeah. And at least half, probably way
1: more, yeah.
3: are like, yeah, I always try and pit something up. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's I mean, not something
1: you grow out of. It's basically like the generation of rap dudes that I came up with when I'm at shows pablo's been with me in the backstage it's like you'll still see krs getting up krs gets up everywhere um do you know the artifacts like everybody who was a graph writer and then dudes who weren't but were for my generation you'll see the stickers you know what i mean that's and then same with hoya hoya either throws up or throws up the hoya rock sticker dms you know what i'm saying it's just like it's what you do. It's what you do, and I, we came from that everywhere. That was everywhere, and you would learn about shows and music from Flyers, because maybe you would get the, the, a Poison Idea flyer, and then the flip side of it was like, our new album available for eight ninety nine here or something. You know what I'm saying? It was like the communication.
2: That's what it was. It was communication before it was, communication was easy. Now it's, you can talk to anybody. And I just, I feel like with, when you say, when you talk about,
1: all right, let's say music, like the, the logic that anyone can put up their album on SoundCloud or something, right? Mm-hmm. And because everybody can do it, we tend to be more dismissive of it, some of that work. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's the same with a flyer that I see online or a kid with a backpack on that hands me a flyer. I might not end up at the show either way, but I definitely might be more intrigued by the fact that a kid handed me a flyer than I would with the fucking hundreds that are on our fucking feeds every day. Well, I know. I that, mean, okay.
2: I know that, that Joe and them uh, and and Chris still go to shows and still hand out flyers and still do shit like the way you used to. They still make hard copy flyers. Yeah. I mean, um, I do too. You know? But, right. But again, you're dealing with dudes who are from. That are RA from yeah. that time Yeah um, I don't know Maybe that's the reason why One of the reasons why they're as, as successful as they are Because they're putting that effort in Everybody has gotten uh, uh, Slightly lazy about things On one hand But on the other hand It's it, In five minutes you can reach Fifty times as many people yeah. as you could going out to hand flyers. So there's something to be said for both things.
1: Don't you feel that there's a certain um, there's a lack of communication involved in that send button? Even though it's go, it could go to a hundred thousand people that like that page. That there's a, a, a detachment.
2: I mean, we talked about that before. I think that's law lo- was lost a long time ago. Yeah, I mean, if that's... you're going to a
0: club, you're getting it handed to you by a human, and you have to look at it at least for a second. You might take it home. On the internet, you're probably getting a fifty of those a minute, and that's kind of what click, I click. mean.
3: You're clicking, clicking, clicking. That's exactly what I was going to say. There's so much static of, you know, my show, my promotion. It is, it's and, static
1: age, right?
3: And that, to me, that all you know well, goes right by me. But the, what you hand me at a show. I'll, I'm gonna stick in my pocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take I still it do home, the back pocket and, and gimmick, but I'm, I'm gonna, gonna at check least it. look at it one more time.
2: Yeah, but the reality of it is, we ain't the audience anymore. Yeah, so when no, and that becomes harder and harder to deal with as we get older, nobody's right? ca- nobody's. It's not being catered towards us. So what's it being catered towards? Uh, uh, a group of kids who all they know is computer stuff. So so it's more effective that way. Well, well here's a
1: the question then. The fact that I'm still, I continue to be successful and the operation is growing, but I still do punk rock shit, right? Mm -hmm. Do you think that on some level, the shit that I do, like pressing gatefold vinyl on colored fucking splattered vinyl, like shit we would want when we were kids, is costing me way too much money. Uh, CDs are costing way too much money. And... uh, you work in the business for so long, you see as the record stores are dying, they wanna give you less per copy now mm-hmm. because they basically wanna they're only it was, you know, ten years ago, all right, we're only um carrying Billboard top two hundred.
0: Now it's literally
1: like we're only carrying top forty. So they wanna give me less per unit of CDs. I'm getting killed pressing vinyl, you know, double vinyl, blah 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 blah. But, and if you look at the numbers, all of the profit comes from digital.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Yet I'm still being successful. So do you feel like I'm shooting myself in the foot by staying the way that I am? How how loyal can you be to a cause to where it just starts to become...
3: Um, I think that kind a, of effect doesn't show itself in dollars and cents, though, I would guess.
1: That's kind I, you, of what I'm at, like... In other words, if you talk to my business partner, he, he'll he say that it does show itself in dollars and cents. But what I'm saying is there's always perception involved that you can't. That, that, that there's all of these intangibles, the fact that it did that, it, that, it, that, that I'm going above and beyond what other artists do does that is that some intangible that helps me that even the kid that doesn't buy the double vinyl yo he's doing all that shit and I support the way he moves
2: yeah because you're doing you you Did that make took, any sense? Yeah, you you your case is very unique. It's very difficult to compare you to the big picture and the things that you do to the big picture and the way, and the success you've had to the big picture because you've taken st- Aspects of 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 one subculture and brought it into another one. So the way you operate is very unique in the niche that you're in. Yeah, nobody else is doing that. Nobody's doing that. So it has become a thing that is recognizable with you and your brand. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think it. I I think it matters
1: on some level. I I think that. So do I. I think that's why I continue to do it. Rather than I can be shown these numbers. Yo, look, man. This doesn't add up to be doing this.
2: You you've taken an old thing, an old proven thing, and brought it to a new area and and proven again that it can still work on some level. Yeah. Whereas nobody else in that circle was doing that. There's something to be said for that. I'm am just one. The, the reason I'm I'm shocked that it
1: it's it gets over though, is because of how young my fan base is. I mean, y'all are at every show and it's like, yo, to me, the best part of my career, the most promising part of my career is the fact that it's like the fan base is like 16 to 26. Then that means I'm regenerating fans. De La is legendary. If De La plays Philly, everyone there, the youngest people there will be our age.
2: Again, you, you've taken something, an old thing, and you're showing it to 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 a new generation.
1: Yeah. Uh,
2: obviously, not on a level of the people we were talking about, Keon, uh, fucking whatever his name is, Kanye, Kanye, and Ch- all yeah. that shit. But yeah. I mean, that's, th- but they wouldn't be able to make moves like that because of the level they're on. Yeah, because of the machine, will be like, right, no, 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 right. So, so to a 16 year old kid. You're showing them this is the way it's done. Yeah, they don't know that it didn't happen that way. Right, and and they don't know that you've taken something that's, you know, 35 years old. Yeah, and and you're reintroducing it. Yeah, to this aspect of culture of, of of subculture. Yeah, I mean Pablo and I
1: were teaching that to pa- Sicko was there too. It's like there was five of us running the basement running the label out of the basement and we were kind of like walking stoop and yawn through like, oh no, y'all don't understand th- this aspect or this aspect because they weren't in tune with the way things moved, the way we moved. That, that DIY shit, it's like the way it was used in hip hop, in the early days to an extent still now, but definitely in the early days was a means to an end. We're pressing this record up, but it's in hopes that Russell signs us. It's that it's a hope
0: Def Jam. See, yeah, I mean early Super Regular was really just a promotional tool to get you signed to a major. Right. Hopefully. Right. Yeah. But but I think
1: but I think there was a, a time there where it it started being like, No, we're just running this like a punk rock right. label though, because we're gonna stop trying to get them to come to us, and we're gonna bring this. You know what I mean? Like, um, a, in other, instead of wrong. going to them, instead
2: of going to them, we're gonna, gonna make com- people c- and, and you've done yeah, that. I said with that wrong. I'm with you though. Yeah, you've done that with every aspect of everything. Really, up until including this podcast. Yeah, we've had people who said certain things to us, and we said, nah, "This is what we're doing." Yeah. You'll come to us, yeah. when the time is ready to come to us. and it, it's it, it's been proven over and over and over and over and over again that this is the way to do it because then you live by your rules, and that's what we've all done from day one. And the thing
1: is, bro, when you said people come sometimes people come to us and you're like, nah I still I still want it the way I want it, right because we ended up being said we ended up where we said when we were kids we wanted to be, which is in major label offices. Having a meeting and I was like, "Fuck this!" Yeah, on, what are you? What on, are you on about?
2: The difference is it's on your terms as opposed to on their terms. Right. Right. Absolutely. They're not doing you. They, they're not making it seem like they're doing you a favor. But yeah, we'll take five minutes to talk to this. Exactly. Fucking guy. Exactly. You're doing them the favor. Like, okay, I'll take five minutes to talk to you. Absolutely. And entertain what the fuck you have to say, bro. There a was
1: minute. a specific major that was like trying to sell the Italian aspect. Like, yeah, you'll be like. You know, with all this gangster rap stuff and all of that, like, well, that's all based off the real life gangster shit of the Italians. So, like, you'll be. Right. And you're just sitting there, like, yo, I'm in a fucking. I'm in the gas phase video. Right. I felt like I was in the fucking gas phase video. that has gotta be. I was ready for Ashton Kutcher to pop out. Like, this is punked. This is fucking Alan Front, like who you could be. Uh, you're gonna be Vinnie Soprano, <laughs> bro. Like, if you continue doing what you're doing, it would be pretty close. <laughs> yeah, like, that's yeah. kind of what, like, where they were going with it. You know what I mean? I was like, wow, man. I, 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 I knew this shit existed, but I kind of didn't believe. That it was this that people are this douchey, you know, and they re, yo they re, for everybody out there they really are that douchey, like <laughs> they literally like are like hey yo hey, you, yeah, yeah. you want and they
2: do buy out the bar and they do have a black Amex
1: and it's 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 fucking it's fucked.
2: It's good once in a while to to be reminded that you made the proper choice. You're right, you're right. It's, it's good once in a while to be reminded that you're doing the right thing. Yeah um that not that you need that confirmation, but that confirmation's good, but isn 't that and true? it, it kind of puts it, it kind of puts a fire under your ass too at the time like oh i 've been right this whole time, and now i 'm going to fucking show me even more yep
1: and and it ha and that and then what, so a lot of times what happens is when you do that, whether it 's like with the podcast or the shop or my music sometimes that that um bleeds into your life where you you know, miserable for a couple of days, and you're like, Wait, I got three beautiful, healthy kids, sure. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Like, I'm you know what I mean? Not, it, it's not something where you it's like, Oh, PMA all day, th- but sometimes th- it, it does click in your head, like, Damn, man, there is
2: motherfuckers living in a mud hut,
1: like, I gotta slap myself back into reality real quick.
2: Well, I mean, there's, there's plenty of people who have this one to answer to, that one to answer to, this one, that one, whatever, yeah. whatever, and. We're we're fortunate enough and lucky enough That neither one of us have anybody to answer to On any level So it's You know You can sit and fucking be miserable And whatever whatever But Really you take a step back And What's there to be so fucking miserable about It's not man In the aesthetic sense too Something that should be pointed out
3: is Um You differentiated yourself Right from the beginning Um the first Jedi Mind Tricks album looked like, and this goes back to like flyer art and things like yeah. that, looked like nothing else out there. Yeah. Um, the last record that you did, The, the Thief and the Fallen, yeah. looks like nothing else out there. They're like, when you talk about, you know, if so and so, insert big rap name here, puts out a new record and he makes vinyl to satisfy that little niche yeah, audience. Yeah. Like, it's just going to be the same exact, but like, you're doing things where you're taking the time to plan out splattered color vinyl. Yeah, oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? No,
1: when I buy shit from major label artists that I like, 98% of them are just giving you a bigger version of the CD. Right. You
2: know what I mean? There's no colored vinyl, there's no. They have there's like teams of people coming up with the album, uh-huh. right? Not the dude, whoever's on it ain't coming up with that album art or ain't coming up with, you know, whatever the fuck. There's a fucking team of people who are deciding these things. That's that's one of the differences. Vinny to this day is fucking hands on on every aspect of everything he's doing, which is the fucking punk rock thing with me. Right. Jesus. <laughs>
1: Jesus. Can you imagine what the fucking art would look like? If,
3: All uh, I'm saying is, do you remember the very first super regular ad in the city paper? That's what it would look like. I don't, but I... Oh, I, I, could, would, I could show please you. Please do. Yeah. I have that Miles, uh,
0: Visions of Gandhi was my idea. Thank you very much. What the fuck are you talking about? I don't know what he's talking about, but it's going way back before that. Yeah, that would be like... The, Early to mid '90s, you're
1: talking about. Yeah, I'm talking about Amber
3: Pro. Name of-
0: songs. Oh my! No, what? Wait, <laughs> what? <laughs> What's that? How is visions have gone to your idea? It, so I told Frank what I wanted, and <laughs> I <if, and, laughs> whoa, right? And then Frank went out and shot whatever the fuck he wanted, and then that it, the culmination of it came to be those pictures, the T-shirt and the and the cover art. You're welcome. He's off the fucking rails. Did he buy
3: man. the fucking rug too that he was kneeling on? And he he built City Hall? Yes. Fuck. He's off the rails. Uh, well, uh, the point I was making, um with with the the attention to details and the aesthetics, I think like what what Jeff was saying earlier, that goes back to like the, the like again, I'll use black flag and, and they're flyers. Like people who were making flyers back then you know, they they were crude. They were rudimentary when when Pettibone came along and was doing those flyers like there was an element of artisticness. I agree word to it. You've always done that in every aspect of your career. I, you know, whether it's a gift, whether it's just something you just work however it comes out, it's always worked for you. I don't think when we put it in today's modern context, with make put, you know making quick easy flyers online and things like yeah. that, I think that's what's missing. Yeah,
1: and I think that a certain there's a, it is an it's 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 a niche market, but there are still people that care, and that's who gravitates to people that absolutely that go that extra mile. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> almost like they reward you for going that extra mile by supporting your shit you know i mean we're talking about like like flyers and and logos that are iconic it's to me even like even when we were talking about buying music in in a previous episode and owning vinyl or CDs or tapes whatever you or just downloading and whether or not you care or not to me like the artwork is still so important to me Absolutely. to hold it in my hand of, of of certain records you know what i mean there's still i still have that little kid feeling it's just the means are different. Instead of walking in to Philadelphia Record Exchange, I might be ordering it online from Poland, but it's still it's similar in the fact that the package comes to my crib and I open it up like a little kid, and I'm staring at the gatefold while the record's on my turntable. The, the way that it happened is different, but the experience is still... Um, it still makes me feel the same way, you know you, what I mean? You know what's
3: really funny? Um, randomly, I came across a very, very old, one of the first interviews you ever did. I'm pretty sure it was with Stefan Vinyl Exchange. Yeah, probably. And it was talking about psychosocial. It was just getting ready to come out. And there's a part in it where you're specifically talking about, I think it was asked, like, you know, why are you pressing vinyl? This is the CD age. Why? right, right. Why right. would you? And there was a whole thing about, like, I need to be able to hold, like, any music I've bought, and this is you speaking, I need to hold physically in my hands. Yeah. Like, this stuff isn't made for a small CD booklet. Right. And, and that's going back to, what, 97? Yeah, I mean, I was, like, 20 then. Right. And it's just something, again, it just shows, like, where you come from and how it's always been a continual
1: thing in, in your life and in your work. D- the um...
3: What up, Steph? Shout out to Steph, DJ Steph.
1: But, but like, I think I lost my train of thought, unfortunately. I had something fucking good to say, man. Um, no, well, oh, yeah. to to, I now remember. To what Gavin was saying and, like, how I've conducted my career, the thing is I did a lot of shit that was dumb, too, because of loyalty to an aesthetic. You know what I'm saying? Like, in, in 97, you're definitely deep into the CD age, Right? That was my, I did an EP. It's not as strange to press an EP on vinyl. You know, that's not that weird. But we pressed my first LP only on vinyl. I mean, in retrospect, that borderline's on dumb. You know what I mean? So it's like- In the moment, but not in the long term. I'm not sure. But it's just funny to think, did I ever let, again, did I ever
2: let- You can't go through a 20 plus year time period and 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 pick s- moments You're, you you got to look at the big picture too much time has passed now yeah so you have to look at the big picture in that big picture there's something to be said for having that mindset at that time when the fucking world was against that at that point yeah and you said fuck you this is what i want to do yeah p remember like when we did the army of the
1: pharaohs 12 inch you'll remember this too like we took Remember, Stress Mag- Stress Magazine was a big hip-hop magazine. We took an ad out in Stress Magazine. So, so far, this story doesn't seem strange, right? We took an ad out in Stress Magazine for a fucking 12-inch on vinyl. Not an LP. It was a very expensive
0: ad, too. For then, yeah. it was more than very expensive for then. For it might have time, been cost equal to us making the record. Definitely. <clears throat>
1: so there's another dumb thing it's like you take an ad out it's to promote your record we're, pr- we're pr- promoting a three song 12 inch that wasn't even like your record that was like another group that you exactly were in. It, it, there was just moves man that would just <laughs> like
2: but I, this is all uncharted territory it, yeah, of course it's live and learn so of type of course shit. there's of course there's mistakes uh, made in the moment but again I go back to the importance is the big picture and that's 20 plus years of you know That's that. Answering to anybody? Do
0: you really need that another cookie you've been eating for the last hour? Wow, that popped me. (laughs)
2: There's
1: gonna be a fight. I'm just gonna be honest. It popped me. Not that he's harassing OG, (laughs) but the verbiage. Do you really need you've been eating for the past hour. Do you He's really gonna, need that stop. cookie? He's
3: just like <laughs> ashing. your, it your house it. Yo, you know. You, make, how, oh, wow. Wow. you know how people
1: ash a cigarette? Gavin's
0: ashing the cookie, cookie on on Pablo. It's a delicious shortbread nonetheless, but he knows the waste is really what's hurting my feelings. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm willing to yeah. think that it's making him insane. <laughs> I love a shortbread. Oh. Look, I'm O.G. Gavin Look, I'm O.G. Gavin I gave him a hunk of
2: my cookie And he still got yeah, so he shoots, still shoots. Yeah, yeah, Oh, you I'm gave him a good. hunk of a
0: cookie
1: All right. <laughs> No, I, uh, well, I'm, I've been thinking Through this Thank conversation you. I don't know if I can think of Anything iconic since like We were kids we, go, we keep going back black flag See, but the Miss, thing is iconic is there been an iconic logo band logo something that stands on you everyone you're about to name off in your head start, you're going to then you're, I'll bet you were like oh slayer then i'm like well they've been around since 82 even you don't know, you could hate the band you could it could be your boy, billy Joel. he don't have no fucking logo I mean, even, like, Iron Maiden, as much as I hate
3: that's them... That's what I'm saying. That's like, iconic, man. That, I mean, that's a brilliant... They hit on something
1: brilliant with fucking Eddie. But the the, the Iron Maiden, just the fucking font. Oh, just the words? Just oh, the oh, yeah, words yeah, that too. is iconic. Then you have that stupid fucking Eddie thing walking around. That's brilliant. Mm-hmm. I mean, who... You know, it, again, it's like, again, we're talking iconic. So I'm going to throw names out there that you might be like, fuck them. But like Metallica, it's iconic. That fucking, what was that, 82, yeah. 83. Yeah. The, the like th-
3: I can't even think of anybody from the 90s. Let
1: no, alone- that's what I said. I, I said I can't go from 90 on. Yeah. The Public Enemy logo. The 88. That's the 80s. 80s. Yeah. 88, uh, 88 was Nation of Millions. That's their second record. So 86 was Yo, Bum Ruster Show. The Def Jam logo, eighty four, yeah. eighty five. Uh, I'm. Wh- is Is it because everything is so cookie cutter and in and out, like you said? You can reach, you can reach a hundred thousand people with the click of a send button. Is it like we don't need
2: this ill logo because it's it's? It has to be because it's the same time the the industry changed. Is when the uh, these iconic images stopped. Yeah. You're right. There has to be something uh there. Some kind of connection. I don't know exactly I mean, what it is, but there has to be.
3: I it's can't I time. can't really speak to it cuz I don't know much about the scene, but you're real heavy into that like super death metal where they have the fucking the more hard um, the more it's illegible your, the
2: you see but then you're getting into it a small a niche of uh, a niche right yeah. a small th- I mean I that's talking, how far
1: I'm reaching to try no, and trying to and I'm in defense of them even though you hate the music of like say like Scandinavian black metal and shit those people were around in 86 They're, their records might yeah. not have, I mean you look at yeah. Celtic Frost you look at like the begin Tom G Warrior the beginning of some of this shit you know the, um, the mayhems and stuff like them dudes were like formed in the 80s the the mayhem logo in the metal community is iconic again like that band formed in 84 you know what i'm saying so are there are there iconic images in some of those niche uh genres i listen to definitely but i again this is just all the top of my head i'd be willing to bet that we could track them back to the same era you know what i'm saying so it's like I mean, I think Obituary's logo is um, iconic. You know what I'm saying? Not uh, not crossover, but in terms of the sure. scene. But they're also slowly, old. Slowly we ride, 88. Yeah. So, we, can, I mean, if anyone wants to write in on Twitter or to the mail, you can think of a band post-1990 that has an iconic logo. <clears throat> uh, I mean, or, or bands that still you feel still care about it today, because I feel like that's slipping. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's, there's certain people that are that still care about that shit, like Slayer's covers are still dope. Again, like the or do the, the last one's crazy. The fucking Christ Illusion shit was crazy. I mean, a lot of metal bands still care, punk rock bands still care, but I mean, uh, hip hop lost its edge. Pablo brought up um, a public enemy, so you're talking Glenny Friedman, who was a punk rock dude. He did all the Def Jam shit when there were amazing covers. Straight out Compton's, I f- fucking kind of, c- um, all those records you and I love that are like old gangster rap records, Ghetto Boys, We Can't Be Stopped, fucking Bushwick's eyes hanging out of his head. It's like <laughs> that's that's dead. The, uh, ironically, you're calling it artwork, but it isn't that at all. It's it's something, but it's not art. You know what I mean?
2: I still think it, it it's around the same time when the when the industry changed. You know, no,
1: I, I'm i I want someone to prove us wrong, is why I said if anyone right. can think of it, because that's what I'm saying. The shift is like the beginning of the 90s, yeah, it started, it wasn't completely dead, you know what I mean? It was like somewhere from a five to ten year.
2: I'm trying to think of what the last couple of things might have been. The only thing I'm thinking of is that Guns N' Roses cross. With the f- with the heads with on with the it. four of them, that was 86, 86, 86, 87, 87, 87,
3: right? 80s, yeah, same same era. That's
2: the last one that's popping into my head that was like, like whoa, 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 just just like you recognize. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, that. yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, if, if it's not connected to a band, but the the last iconic image I can think of again, but it's not music, is Shepherd and Obey, the Andre the Giant shit.
2: That was some street shit, No, though. but you know
1: what I'm saying? It's like, but but I'm just
2: saying to where he took it, because now Obey... And fuck, I mean, well, that was when? Early 90s. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. we're still in the same time.
1: Yeah.
3: Yeah.
2: yeah. yeah, I mean, he's in his mid-40s now. So, you know... Maybe certain Banksy images? But again, you're getting into street yeah, stuff. Yeah,
1: and then if you're talking that, then right. we're opening up a can of worms and that. Yeah, you know, you're right. and I I feel that
3: that dude was is probably like the same kind of thing. Like, say, got to be around the same age as us. Got to who's that? Banksy. Oh, okay. Like most of his inspiration has to come. Assuming has to come from. Sure. I'm just saying. I'm just.
2: I'm going strictly by year of when when they it broke through. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, it's, right.
1: I can't think of nothing yeah, if, post anyone, 90. if anyone can think of anything post 90 some iconic something shit. that we're missing Because
2: even like Nirvana as big as they got their early 90s They didn't they weren't very besides that never mind album cover, cover. itself, right? They didn't have like a logo. They didn't have a gimmick They right. didn't
3: have and
1: I don't they I don't came to mind when I was thinking of people and then I was like They didn't really we're have still
2: anything. talking 92 or whatever right. that was the, and bleach was like 88 Yeah, which I mean? was nothing right it became sort of well known after they broke of course of course yeah i mean that wasn't doing anything different than anything else on sub right
1: all right ladies and gentlemen we're taking the first break of the night we'll be back What up, what up? This is Q Unique, the human mashup, and you're listening to the Broad Street Breakdown with Vinnie Paz.
0: what I was saying. My, my, my intro back in was like, "Oh, a, the that's the spicy meatball." Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh man! Or I could. Or, well, I just want Jeff. You know what I'm saying? We're back. It's the <laughs> Broad Street Breakdown <laughs> with Vinny Paz and the OG Gavin, Sicko and the Professor. Is this reality guest? right now? Yeah, it's it? real.
1: So you know, selling spi- uh, spicy meatball.
0: That's the one, the spicy meatball. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he sounds like a, f- like Jesus. a fucking, uh, li- li- like uh, I don't know. He's what? like Liberian or something.
3: the ball, man.
1: he's like a, 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 a Liberian who moved to fucking Kingston, Jamaica. <laughs> You're listening to the Broad Street Breakdown episode 38. BSB brought to you by Crescent Street Tattoo 4371 Crescent Street, Philly, PA. CrescentStreetTattoo.com and No Slam Dancing, No Stage Diving, No Spikes, in oral History of the Legendary City Gardens. Written by the lovely Amy Yates Wolfing and Stevie Puerto Rico. Oh. You can follow them on Facebook.com <laughs> slash No Slam Dancing. Jerk off. Uh, <laughs> our website is is that me? No, that's-
2: Stevie Puerto Rico. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It was like a dog
1: tapping? I don't know. Our website is broadstreetbreakdown.com. You can email us questions for the mailbag at info at Facebook, Broad Street Breakdown. Twitter, at BSB Radio 1 and make sure you subscribe download and write positive reviews that's mega important for us We're on itunes google play music and youtube um as far as twitter our personal twitters i'm at vinny underscore paz the og is at, at the g gavin pablo is at pablo regular word stevie <laughs> puerto rico is at the lodovico so that's i got the <sighs> uh, 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 I got uh, uh, the plugs out of the way. These guys are having a little sideshow. What about r <laughs> Mocking <Who are laughs> me. Oh, yeah. Imagine thought, that. They are mocking <laughs> me. I they were mocking me. What about we're the
0: merch up, two pads? We're actually
2: not mocking anybody. Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, well, uh, if you're interested in Broad Street Breakdown, we got hoodies and T-shirts. You can go to jedimindtricks.merchdirect.com. Uh, You can pre-order my new record there and get a bunch
0: of JMT and Vinny Paz merch, but Broad Street Breakdown merch. Let let me tell you, you people, how this shit works, right? (laughs) Jesus. Vinny Paz makes music. (laughs) Vinny Paz sells music. (laughs) Vinny Paz gets money, and it pays for me to do a podcast. (laughs) So I need you guys to buy the shit. I don't. I don't dislike. Buy this this record. Uh, He's good at this. You buy this fucking record. You fucking listen to it. (laughs) (laughs) You get, get a, a little... fucking shirt, you fucking slap it on your body, you fucking wear it. <laughs> a Frank some, Rizzo, get your stickers, put it
3: on your face. Yeah, hey, I'll yeah sell
0: a fucking yeah. tank. Look, I'll, take I'll drive the
1: shit out of I'll it. I'll take his fucking head. I'll smash it into the fucking <laughs> under the fucking hood and say, "Buy this fucking car." Frank Rizzo. Frank Rizzo. Yeah. Hey, I got Mexicans? Funny little Mexicans. I fucking fired one over the fucking roof. It's tearing the ass it's out of me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, uh, listen here, folks. That was fun we have uh we have some shooting respect the shooters <laughs> that's, that's right me and gavin respect the shooters
2: <sighs> thank we're you we're going
1: to talk about some workers who we think we don't think we are telling you are or were the drizzling shits but that's my new band name but that's you can have that on the me
2: drizzling shits <laughs> The drizzling
1: shits oh, but gosh. but and before you say, no, there was a ton of a ton of <laughs> shitty wrestlers. These motherfuckers got over somehow. I don't know how. Uh, some of them could be someone stooge, and that's the easiest way. Yep. Two people on here, that's how they got over. The other ones, we don't know. We'll discuss that as it comes up. Now, can I want to... Can I ask a question real quick? Yes. Uh, for the average fan...
3: Are these going to be controversial names? Are they going to be like, you're fucking crazy. I love that the dude. A, the aver- I can- <laughs> one <laughs> See two. See how mad his face got?
1: One, two, three, four, five. Yes. Uh, most of ours will be on people's list of who they loved. Yes. But they either fell in love with it at a young age and didn't know what working was or work rate. And it was all about the character which can be forgiven if you admit it. If you still to say, oh no, that guy could work, then we have heat. Like you write in, I wanna know your name if you think anyone that we're about to talk about. Now, if you're like, oh, that, he was the man when I was little, you know, I didn't really know much about, I didn't know work or work rate when I was fucking six. I just knew who popped me and who didn't. Hey, yo, maybe. Gotcha. So I wanna get something out of the way. The two worst workers of all time we just want to put this out there before we get into our list because these guys are so terrible. They they um it's it, they're bigger than the list. They have transcended the drizzling shits into being so bad I can't even comprehend how these people are over and they're two of the biggest stars that ever lived. The worst work of all time to me is Ultimate Warrior.
2: OG yeah, and he was a fucking asshole as a person too. Yeah, no redeeming uh, qualities. None. No. No uh, redeeming
1: social value.
2: Thank you. Nothing. The- uh, I don't want to hear it. No. Don't tell me this. That. No. Don't tell me. No. Don't say. Don't write us. Don't do it. If I get the blip blip on my phone and you're telling me, you're gonna get the blip blip, sh- and you're gonna have to tell him something. Might go on the, the, the might might possible.
1: Is it possible they're going to go into that? Maybe. Uh the other Kubi tied with Warrior. I'm I'm throwing that the worst of all time around flippantly. Hulk Hogan. Yep. Uh another Don't tell me. another <laughs> person who nothing good about him.
2: Asshole in a different way.
1: Different asshole. Uh, let's let's also not forget that they were both shit on the stick too. So that's when you said nothing redeeming because there's people that you and I historically have liked and been like, ah, they can't really go. But he cuts to such a good promo that he's over with us. Mm-hmm. So I figured I'd get them out of the fucking way because that's because you're talking about two dudes that are constantly referred to as people's favorite. You know, what I what mean, I
3: don't think there's it's a given anybody bigger. For the casual fan than the name Hulk Hogan. Oh no! I
1: mean, he tra- he, we used the word transcended a few times tonight, especially yeah. early with the logos and shit.
0: One of my favorites. But he really, you don't, you don't, <laughs> you yeah. don't believe that man. <laughs> He's one of the greatest wrestlers of all kinds. There we go. Of all kinds. Of all kinds. What was? Why was he good? Because he fucking put wrestling on the map. That has did nothing to do with movies, it. Work. First movie star. What, never, what, never did it. Came that, out, ripped hold the hold shirt. On. Who else was ripping shirts back who, then? Who, he was never a movie star. He never. Put, he put wrestling on whose
2: map? What does that mean? The The public.
0: He went mainstream. So Nobody but you so the so Green Day some and some hick in the South were fucking watching
2: wrestling at the time. So Green Day and Offspring put punk rock on the map. They did.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I knew I'm having he this was conversation.
2: Why am I having they this did.
4: conversation?
1: I I'm I'm just waiting to see how far you're willing to go before uh, you either know
2: so right here. Right here you're done? <laughs> right now. Done. Done.
1: <laughs> totally done. Yes. Let me tell you, brother. Yes. Let me tell you something, Gino. Yeah. Hulk was the best. He was the shits on the mic, the, the shits in the ring. So what else for you? Where he was good to look at. Thunder he lips. was fucking bald. <laughs> he he was. was. He was fucking belled at like thirty, <laughs> like twelve. <Yeah. laughs> I mean, this dude was a fucking up and comer, and he was fucking had male male <laughs> pattern baldness at like eight. Pablo's on that fucking Google now, trying to find something no, no, to say. No.
0: I'm just going away from memories of what I remember. I'm telling
1: you again, you're fucking banned from looking at that computer <laughs> during fucking <laughs> Word Association, too. Yeah, that's
2: sure. not okay. okay. Too, too many
1: right. red herrings. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, OG, this isn't a person, it's a team. I'm going to throw them at you.
2: I'm going to throw them back at you. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> I don't no. think that's very nice. <laughs>
1: you chucked them at me first. I no, I'll oh, chuck man, them back. This is part of our job.
2: Fine. The
1: nasty boys.
2: Yeah, shit. Drizzling? New Jack beat one of them up like uh, two years ago, so I'm in. Which one? He's still an asshole. He's 60 years old. He's still an asshole. The blonde
1: mullet boy or the dark haired one? Blonde. Hate him more. Knobs. His name's perfect. He's a knob. (laughs) Yeah, Jack fucked him up. Good. He stabbed him? Should've. I hope he did. Hogan Stooges that's why they I don't know if I'm gonna use the word that they were ever over, but when you hang around for what would you say a good fifteen years yeah you're doesn't mean you're over but if if you're if you hang around yeah, i
2: mean i they made money, i think. I don't know. I mean the the They were in both companies. In
1: both companies.
2: Fuck out of here.
1: Both of the shits. Don't want to hear? it. No, don't write us or do. The blim Oh. <laughs> I mean if they I'm just saying if they want to get a lash, I
2: mean you if you if you want to All Are right. Feeling strong?
1: I'm going to throw somebody else at you.
2: All right. I'm ready. Brutus the Barber beef geck. Prob- probably <laughs> worse than the Nasty Boys. Same boat.
1: Hogan Stooge had a job because of that. Yeah. Pablo,
0: any anything with Brutus the Barber? You liked him, didn't you? I did you? like him, yes. <laughs> yes.
2: What the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> I like a nice
0: bow tie on a man.
2: I do as well, but I, I feel like I don't know. I, I feel know.
1: like the rest of the list <laughs> is my pick? favorite. Yes. <laughs>
0: you tell me J.Y.D.'s on there. No. 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 That, was Goon, my, Goon, that was my error. That
2: was yeah. my error right there. Don't fuck with the dog,
0: man. So you're telling me
1: Beefcake is worse than the Nasty Boys as a worker.
2: There was one match that the Nasty Boys had against Cactus and Sullivan, which is a fucking good match. Beefcake never had anything ever, ever. No, cut people's hair though. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He's got some nice shears. <laughs> like lamest gimmick. He's like a he's like a Chippendale dancer. He's like cuts sw- people's like, hair. Swarmy looking. What, yeah.
1: Didn't he switch up his gimmick?
2: Yeah, too? If, if yeah. You, when he
1: went over to WCW, followed Hogan as a Hogan stooge, like the Nasty Boys. His I forget his name. Brutus the Barber. Huh? Was it Brutus the Barber? No, I said Brutus the Barber Beefcake, but he had another name. He was, if I remember right, he was because I was just, just watching Brutus
2: Beefcake at first. Well, I
1: was watching a pay per view from '96 or '97. I was texting you. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. Because I was sa- talking about how brilliant Eddie, Eddie Guerrero was, yes. and Beefcake came out, and it was like the Glob Glob, <laughs> and I was like, that's Beefcake. What the fuck's happening?
2: Pop for Glipglob. He was the Glipglob? He was something, all right. It really not that.
1: Yeah, he was like, it was like, eh, hey, this is Greasy Mario <laughs> yeah. Fontanelli. I'm like, that's Beefcake.
3: I am not mad at that
1: game. <laughs> <laughs> I want that for something. You want Greasy Mario Fontanelli? I think I do. All right. Ho! Sick of, uh, are you, uh, can you find me his aliases? Looking. I mean, how how
0: can that? He had fucking Susan Atkins up in a millisecond. That's a picture. This is like a biography I'm reading. How is it different?
2: The Booty Man. He became the Booty Booty Man. man. That
0: was it. He
1: came out and said, "The Booty Man."
2: What the fuck? He's a fuckhead.
1: He's a fucker, that guy. He is a fucker. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that, Bruce? So, <laughs> yeah. So listen, oh, w- remember we discussed Harry Potter and
0: saying I have to watch it when we went down there. Returned as the disciple.
1: Yeah. Remember? Yes. So I watched right. the first one. Year Did one. last yes? year. I got all of them now. Wow. I have all eight. So I watched the first one and I tell Blow and OG, ah meds are meds. And they're like, just hang in there. But I'm like, I hate this kid, this young boy who's giving fucking Harry Potter grief. And he, and Gavin writes me, he's a fucker. <laughs> 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 am I wrong? Young Draco? Yeah. Yeah, I want to kill him. He's a fucker. Every hate Every, him, every movie bro, you want to kill him. I fucking hate him. Yeah, I'm like, yo, man, is this dude every gimmick? Because I got heat, so it's going to like... Affect yeah. this way You know what I mean yeah. Like could be affecting My
2: experience Yeah but it balances Because the Gary Eldman Comes in later Yeah
1: well I don't want To know too much But then right. you're telling me To hang on Because Gary hang Eldman on I have no, no idea
2: Eldman. What these people Are talking
3: about Jesus
1: I'm gonna hang on But then I'm telling you I'm gonna tap after three If it doesn't If I'm not good Starts to get dark At three yeah. At three You're saying yeah. So if I watch You can through skip two No can I skip... can't do that man Well he kind of maniac Skips things
0: Me he said the same thing Seriously, you have time in your life. You just knock it out, knock it out, knock it out.
3: Time of your life. Time of, your, of You, my, you have f- enough Harry free Potter. time
0: to, wa- to waste two That's hours not on... not what the time of your life means, but all right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> we follow you, pal.
2: I'm going to throw another name at you. I can't wait for this. <laughs> I'm ready.
1: Yeah, you're going to... Pablo's going to like him, and I know what you're going to go to.
2: Me or him? You.
1: Okay. The total package,
2: Lex Luger. He's a fucking package already. He's a fucker. <laughs> <laughs> is he a fucker? He's the total package. He's Huang and Bell's. <laughs> listen, total package. listen. He
1: might be worse than Hogan, and Warrior, oh. the Nasty Boys, and Beefcake as a worker. Well, the, and he is. He was the drizzling shits on the stick.
2: They pit him on top down there. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
1: I thought already thought you'd be talking about Brody by now.
2: Well, Brody treated him like the fucking bitch that he was, and beat the monkey shit out of him. I mean, sometimes you gotta do that. Had to be done. <laughs> you got that hairdo and that fucking deal. <laughs> you, you fucking that hairdo and that fucking deal,
0: Pablo. Yeah, I don't like him. <clears throat> Did you have to look him up. No, no, I remember who he was. He was just yeah. I mean, he was just like. Your atypical wrestler guy. All right. Like all body, hair.
2: <laughs> yeah, all body and hair. hair. He's He's not he's wrong. Right. Yeah. All body and
0: hair. Yeah. And he was he ever in WWE? Yeah. yeah, for a minute.
1: A minute. And they fucking put tons of money behind him. Remember the Lex Express and all that? Uh-huh. The tour bus and all that. And it fucking people weren't having it because nobody up north is buying that bullshit. That shit only works. There's certain shit that only works on Hicks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And people up here were like, "Go oh fuck are you coming to that, New York with that shit? The fuck out of here.
2: But at the same time, the North put over Warrior.
1: I'm yes, you're right. I'm just trying to think of an excuse, and I'm having a hard time doing it.
2: People are stupid. That's the excuse. Yeah,
1: alright. <clears throat> uh Throw another one at you. Okay. We got two more.
2: All right. I'm ready.
1: I think you hate this person, P. I said you like the rest. I think this guy might be up there with X Pac with you. I was going to say, unless it's X Pac, I don't know who you're talking about. Uh, Diamond Dallas Page.
2: <sighs> okay. Yeah. For me, that was one of the worst eras of. WCW when he had his run, and he was like seventy two then. He
1: was green at like forty. Literally, right. that's not uh, that's not a that's not a work. Right. He was shoot forty when he
2: started popping, because he's well. He was a manager before for a for hundred years. Yeah. He's
1: the, like sixty three now.
2: He does the fucking Yega. Yeah, the DDP Yega. It's it's uh helping people he Listen, man. because of that he's better than the nasty boys because he seems to care about human beings and he helped Jack the snack and he helped cactus lose like a hundred pounds did and he y- yeah cactus, i didn't know that's how <clears throat> he did that i had heard that before cactus started this run as whatever the fuck he is now The GM gimmick? He could hardly, he was to the point that he could hardly walk. Started doing the DDP yoga and now he's fucking out there in his flannel suit and everything. I did not know. He gets a point for me, but he's still like minus fucking 72. Yeah, so he's not back up to.
1: No. 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 Did you watch the Jack the Snack movie yet? I did. Did you enjoy it? It was okay. Okay. Last, but certainly not least.
2: I don't remember who this is. Let's have it. Geldberg. Oh, right.
0: Pablo? The whole point of the don't fucking. Don't know him. You don't know Goldberg? No, I don't know him well enough to. Uh, have an opinion? Yeah.
2: He's the shits then. The shits now. He's coming back now. He's going to be the fucking.
0: Oh, wow. Does he do acting? Mm, I don't he know acts? what he does. Nah, he's in a couple I don't think movies. So. He does something. I mean, he might have been in like a movie. Not as a story. It's like like the bodyguard gimmick, dude. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) Fuck him.
1: Fuck him all day long and then... He's not a good wrestler, though? No. He's fucking... Is he built, though? He's big as shit. He's fucking... He played in the NFL and shit the bed there.
2: He's the shit. He hurt mad people. I hope that Brock breaks his fucking head. Me too. Well, listen, we just told
1: you who you're not allowed to like. <laughs> if you like any of those people, we have heat. They're all the drizzling shits. Not one of those people could work that we named. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven.
2: Seven people. They all suck fucking moose cock. If you hit us on the Twitter, be ready. Da-blah-blah. That's all I got to say. You might get pit on the list. I mean, it, it, it's it's not going to be pretty.
1: <laughs>
2: it's not going to be pretty
1: The sicko I'm going to throw it over To mm-hmm. you For another mm-hmm.
2: Rendition
0: If you will Rousing
3: Let's go uh This way Start with Vinny P Sure
0: Hold on Let me get my Google ready
3: <laughs> yeah, I was waiting You got to watch
0: out for him
2: man I'm watching
1: I'm hands off Because he's going to have longer to look too Because it's going this way
2: See what I'm doing Yeah
1: <laughs> Yeah Real <laughs> Real dastardly. Exactly. Vinny, what comes to mind when I say the name Vincent Bugliosi,
3: if I pronounce that
1: correctly? You did. Well, he had... Pronouncing it is funny because he had fucking... A serious fucking hang-up about saying it right. Yeah. And would, like, lose his fucking gourd. Uh, Obviously, Charlie comes to mind... Uh, uh, it's. <laughs>
3: it's <laughs> I
2: he I already did it. <laughs> of course he did.
1: <laughs> I was seeing he even What nothing? the fuck, man? Did it happened on your watch.
2: No, we only had it up for a second. I caught it, but it's there. What? Well, <laughs> what am I doing? What no, am I doing? No, <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> Take that an American attorney Take in New No, fuck you. Take that gimmick. I'll unplug the whole thing. We'll sit here and talk to ourselves.
1: Uh, bu- I think that's what we are doing. Bully C. B- um right. I think of Charlie, but he also had this fucking playful relationship with, with Charlie that was fucking weird in and of itself. Me? Wrote Hell to Skeleton, too. Uh,
0: the Bug. Wow. One of our finest authors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was
3: waiting. <laughs> Uh he does not disappoint. Vinny, creator with a K.
1: Love creator. Um uh they put out <clears throat> A record semi recently that was fucking great too. Did they? Yeah, they gotta be fucking nine hundred years old. I don't know anything but that one album. Yeah, they put seven. Yeah, I mean they put something out twenty five years after that that was really heavy as fuck. All right. Something with the word shovel in it. Okay. Jeffrey.
0: A pleasure to kill.
3: That's what I was thinking of.
0: Pleasure to not listen to. <laughs> 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 I am
3: not
1: mad at that. I think there's more comedic um, possibilities by cutting him off from Google.
3: Oh, absolutely. The shit he'll come up with? Please. Vinny Crout.
1: I'm supposed to care, and I don't. Jeff? Shit.
2: Uh, oh. What's that song that they have that I like? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I'm blanking out. They have a song I like. <laughs> Are they on that comp?
3: The New York Thrash.
2: Yeah. That song I like.
3: Yeah, I remember that. Sour. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Christ.
1: <laughs> man. Fuck, man. <clears throat> Vinny Michael Keaton. I fucking love that movie that he, when he's in rehab that was shot in Philly. Clean and Sober. Clean and Sober. God, I don't even remember that. It's been so long. I love that movie, and I love that movie where... He's filming the video for his baby because he knows he's going to die. Sad, I never watched my that. Life my life oh, uh, I, I could never watch it. Uh, and fucking gung-ho was fucking. Of course.
3: Yeah. I was waiting for that.
2: Jeffrey? Mr. Mom. <laughs> oh, yeah. the,
0: And I am Batman. Kenny, give me the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, also I thought you uh, were going
1: to do a, our, our other one. 210, 220, whatever it takes. takes. Yeah. 45, forty five, forty six, whatever Total it takes. Totally
0: classic. Nice.
2: Van Christian Death.
1: Oh, I fucking loathe them. Nice.
0: Loathe. I don't know anything about them, really. Yeah? Nah. Just as bad as Christian Rock. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I was a pretty big fan. Vinny, Alfred Hitchcock.
0: Brilliant,
1: um, innovative, directing techniques, uh, that one shot in fucking vertigo That's one long shot With no editing is fucking brilliant Changed the game I love the fucking ch- TV
2: show too Alfred Hitchcock Alfred Hitchcock mm. Silhouette
0: I like that I like that too Heavy Pablo Saw vertigo And in, didn't see anything else he did it's on my list. I'll get to it whenever.
3: <laughs> say, People say. Saw
0: Vertigo made me feel a little dizzy.
3: Yeah. Sigo, did
1: I say something about Creator? There was a good album with the word Shovel in it. Yes.
3: I believe you did. There was
1: no fucking album in the discography <laughs> with the word Shovel in it. The, That's wha- even better. the album I was thinking of is called Enemy of God.
3: Okay. I don't even know that one. Vinny, Blackjack Slade.
2: Heavy. I don't know what the fuck that is. Blackjack Slade. Am I not? Did I not write that down right? <laughs> the, it's a wrestler. Blackjack Mulligan. Okay. No, there's a ble- Blackjack Slade. I'm not he,
1: hip. He basically stole Mulligan's. I'm not hip. Gimmick at all. and worked in 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 another
2: territory. That's even better. I know there's, uh, Lanza. Blackjack Lanza. Yeah, he was. And Blackjack Mulligan, and.
0: Yeah. I don't know. What if the OG was. don't know him, I don't know him. <laughs> you heard him.
1: That look was
3: perfect. It was. The,
1: the, like, <laughs> I was going to say I wish it was captured on film, but it is. It is.
3: If you'll ever see it, that's a whole other question. Yeah.
1: Vinny, Company Flow. Um. Oh. They were uh, <clears throat> part of a very important <laughs> time and of independent hip hop i think of when i think of Cold flow i think of non nonfiction arsonists us being the philly um piece of that puzzle but uh super super influential sonically but same um same to be said for the uh for the way that they ...put shit out independently and and got raucous to throw money at them.
0: Jeff, anything to add? No. He's like annoyed that I even asked. He is annoyed. They know who we are. And we know they know we know who they are. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Vinny, the Larry Sanders
3: show.
1: Man, I'm going to fucking go as far as to say... Definitely top five of all
2: time, maybe top three. Wow, Jeff, I liked it quite a bit, but not to that extent. Trying to undercut me,
0: undercutters, undercutters. <laughs> uh, HBO is running them as we speak, so I'm I've been watching like two a night. Me too. They're that's so what good. Put them in my mind. Yeah, so good. Nobody said hey now, and uh, I mean let's end it what on
3: one of my all-time favorites, Vinny. The Pope of Greenwich Village. Oh.
1: So heavy. Um, it When I pass it, if it's on cable or TV and I pass it, I obviously can't turn it off. And then it's a constant reminder of what the fuck did Mickey Rourke do to his face? <laughs> yeah. I know where these fellas will probably take it, so I figured I'd leave that for them. Very generous of
3: Jeff?
2: Um I will go as far as to say Oh wow in my top twenty movies of all time. That's man, not mad at high that. High praise, man. Um Mickey Rourke is fucking flawless in it. Um Dude whose name I'm blanking on is absolutely brilliant in it. Roberts. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, <laughs> Mickey Rourke's hair is exquisite yes, in that movie. As, as, as it always was until he chopped himself up. <laughs> um, yeah. The only time. This is a controversial statement. Oh, boy. I like where this is going. The only time that I've ever liked a Frank Sinatra anything is the closing of Pope Grinch Village with Summer Winds.
1: This is heartbreaking.
2: Let, let, me t- it, 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 let me tell you something. I'll start shooting on Sinatra. Oh, no, f- goddamn right, I no, will. Wow. Listen. Fuck him. Uh, wow. I don't want to hear a fucking note he sang. Not a fucking wow. note. Most probably most overrated singer of all time. It You're talking about a... old Blue
1: Eyes like he's fucking now. Wild. Now,
2: as a personality and as a, as a uh, icon, I'm in all day. But as an actual singer, absolutely the most overrated singer of all time.
3: Listen, all four of my grandparents are spinning in their as games. are mine. Fuck man That bummed me out Terrible terrible. That made me sad Terrible
1: He might get pit in the list Go ahead How
2: How dare you Accept (laughs) that Don't care on the Sinatra thing Wow Over Fucking Rated
0: Wow Malarkey Pablo the Pope Pope Of Greenwich Village Lighten up Francis (laughs) Um, First I didn't want to watch Any religious movies So I didn't watch this movie
2: (laughs) He had too much time to think. Yeah, but it, it's,
0: I had it, go, and Vinny. But fuck I, you. I, I like this material though, so I'm not.
2: <laughs> Pablo gets. Look, I'm taking it out of you thing. are. You man. are man. Pablo gets oh, <laughs> put, a, no. put a brick wall behind him. <laughs> 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 Is anybody here from out of town? <laughs> Pablo gets.
1: I just flew in from Chicago. <laughs>
2: boy, are my arms <laughs> tired? Here's here's if, pa, if Pablo has a certain amount of time to think, it's absolutely brilliant. If it goes like two seconds over that line. It's it's a fucking mess. That's fine. When he
0: starts writing material. Yeah. And then uh, I will say, I'm dying over here. It's the wrong fucking movie. <laughs> it is the wrong movie. You know, he's talking and about Dog Gino. Day Afternoon. No, oh, I meant to say, uh, what's the line from Pope Grand Greenwich uh, But I'm
1: dying over here. as fucking Dog Day Afternoon no, what's but the, the
0: transvestite. Charlie! They're gonna take my thumbs, yeah. Jolly! That's all I meant to say. That's what I was gonna say. That was say. close. Hold up.
3: <laughs> <laughs> all right, here you have. <laughs> Where we learned some disturbing news that Gavin's got heat with the Sinatra. That's no news, oh, man. I've been I saying we'll that. I sa- think we long should time. save
0: that for Save it for a full later. Episode. I don't want to deal with him right now with this.
2: <laughs> There's nothing to deal He's tasty. with. He's testy.
0: You're not even working today, man. Wow. I can see that motherfucker
2: him. Yeah.
1: What happened? You don't even got work tomorrow. Yes, I do. No, you don't. I work every Friday. You don't go in. <laughs> Time doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, it does.
2: <laughs> what are we doing now?
1: I gotta go to this fucking Divin hunk of
2: shit fucking.
3: Vin. Vin. Yeah.
1: yeah, quit delay delaying my favorite part of the evening. The Diviniax. I sung a good song some episodes back, if you remember.
2: I don't.
0: What was it? I don't remember. I made it up. All I can say is a the theme song for That's what I'm talking. The head is the fucking That's best. That's it. Yeah. I was finding myself laughing hysterically in my living
1: room. Now are you going to as as producer of the show, are you going to turn that into something?
0: I mean, or every time we-, we reference the sitcom, it will have to be played. <laughs> I think so.
1: This is a little segment we call the <laughs> event. Uh, I've said ad nauseum that I hate this. So please write in and tell us that you hate it as well so I can take it. Nope. Out of the show. Not going to happen. Dear Vin, shame you don't like me, Vinny, because I like you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at least he likes you. Is this is from a gentleman. That was it? Yeah. This is from a gentleman named Abdullah. <laughs> Vinny Paz. Where do you live? <laughs>
3: <laughs> that dude's coming to your house. It's gonna lap your head off.
1: <phone rings> Abdullah? Abdullah. And last but not least, this is someone you enjoy. OG. Our man. <laughs> Dear Vin. Outline in hand like the boss never touched. Once I'll clobber a punk if he tries to cross swords. I'm on another level now. Rakem has other men whispering about me for him so I don't knock his teeth out. Shellback crosses the equator. I caterpillared my way home. It feels good knowing I passed the test and didn't touch the outline once. I thought about freezing up and it scared me, but I'm not cold right now. Look, I'm charged up in this picture, Vinny, but I won't say that to the public. I have the shave and mouth picture that I'm keeping, put away unless I'm attacked. Look at my aerial, Vinny. The big chop doesn't see aerials. They look weaker up there to me, trying to be as hot as things they don't make. They steal like a poor squirt, knowing the full definition to aerials in key. Make that belt buckle heavy, Vinny.
2: Was that Black Jesus?
1: Kubi? Uh, What do you think about that?
2: I think the next time he writes... Mm -hmm. We dedicate the entire segment to dissecting one of these okay. one of his things, line by line, all right, and figuring it out. That's a dangerous like
3: road to go down. It's a dark place. I'm brother. not afraid of dangerous roads, <laughs>
1: Steve. Well, that's another Dear Van. I will now throw it out over to the professor otherwise known as pablo otherwise known as pablo cheapo to see Chippo. if he has a pablo chip Chipo tip of the week but then i realized that gavin isn't allowing it i mean og no, no.
0: still not no man i'm with him no fuck him what still do you think learn. about that p jiggs hey if the, if the OG says so then obviously they need to be told my emotions can be tugged easier than OG's can, so... Yeah, he's cold. Yeah. He's cold-blooded. He does the right thing now. So I, I, I have to go to him for... None of you right
2: complaining or- fuckers are the ones who had to counsel Pablo during the week when That's he was right? upset about motherfuckers shooting on him. That's right. Who had to do that? Me. Who's making the decision now? Me. Remember when you were a little kid? We
3: all have, we all have siblings, If, like, one person fucked up and mom would take everything, you're like, you're all grounded?
1: Of course. That's what's happening. That's what happened. The behavior of some... Fucks it up for everyone. Fucks it up for everyone. One bad apple will spoil the bunch. (laughs) Spoil the bunch.
2: The bad seed was planted and the dark roots (laughs) grew. We almost made it through the whole
3: episode without the
2: voice. When your bad seed, your dark roots find the deep well of water <laughs> and <Jeez>. sorrow. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Pablo. And
0: just, and just so people know, I pulled up the, the, uh, the Twitter email from this person so people can feel the, the pain that I felt. So just keep in mind that I didn't say anything to this person about their personal life or anything. All I said to them was, Relax, (laughs) And the podcast is only a joke. Okay. And after like an exchange of that for two days, this is what this person sends back to me. Okay. Pablo. Well, should I stop listening to the podcast? Should I neglect my kids? Should I pretend the world is full of joy? Maybe I should abandon my family and live in a make-believe la-la existence. Or do I stay and try my best to be myself and care for those I love? Wow. Tell you what, I'll keep my comments about your cheapo tips to myself. I'll stop my listening self. to the podcast yeah, love sick of <laughs> <laughs> dear fascist bully boy give me some money you, <laughs> you bastards. <laughs> bastards may the, the seed, seed of, your of your loin be fruitful, fruitful in the belly, belly of your woman, woman. Neil <laughs> love <laughs> <laughs> all right so we'll just go to the mailbag and get to some uh, fun stuff
3: I just like to point out that that person said I will I'll just keep my comments to myself. And then,
1: write and then an wrote email. that.
0: Okay, this one's for the crew. It's from David H. What is the worst live show you have ever been to? Whether it be a band you marked for and they totally suck live, or maybe an opener or a band you really uh, you didn't really know and they were dog shit. What made it so bad? It's a good
2: question. It is a good question. I don't know off the top I'm of my I'm
0: drawing. Head. I'll start since you guys can think a little do. bit. So this is, I'm going to get a lot of shit for this, but when the first time I saw Gorilla Biscuits at City Gardens, they fucking sucked. It's when there was rumors going around that Siv um, was drinking.
1: Oh, uh, okay. And he
0: wasn't straight-ish anymore. And I yeah. was like, what are you talking about? And of course he's straight-ish He's for life. Uh-huh. And he didn't sing at all. He would just give the mic to the crowd and just sat there on stage. And it just fucking sounded like shit. And he sucked. And I was like, this fucking, this fucking sucks. I personally...
1: Not connecting that to alcohol I just fucking personally hate When hardcore singers do that in general A lot do it Yeah uh, It could be perceived as laziness Or it could be perceived as Hardcore pride that's, I'm trying to I make I think th- that's exactly
3: what it is That's yeah. why they do
1: it Um, I once saw Lizzie Borden in it sucked. Oh <laughs> fuck I mean it was bad I I, I know I I want to say why But I'm sure they played with someone You were there to see No
4: They oh, headlined
1: that- Wow! It was uh, the 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 pulsations gimmick all summer. Okay, we just went to every gimmick yeah. along the same lines. Saw Ace Frehley's comment. Sucked. See Frehley's. I saw Frehley's comment once. My brother's Ace Frehley mark. When you say sucked, cause you hate them or didn't? Basically, okay, yeah. cause I, I he. Um, it sounded amazing. I'm sure.
3: Excuse me. I'm sure if you like them, it was yeah. great. But to me, it just sucked. Um, I can't think of anyone
1: that I really really like that like disappointed me. I'm sure there is but I'm blanking on it I'm definitely definitely blanking on someone that I love that I was let down by Uh, You guys will have would have been there with me. So correct me if I'm putting them on the wrong show, but was it quicksand and into another where L7 opened up?
0: No memory of I that. I think it might have just been L7 Quicksand or L7 into another. Okay, so I'm adding a, adding a two. D- ad- okay. Yeah.
1: Whichever show that was, I had to sit through that fucking band. <laughs> they fucking suck. They've always fucking sucked. And I was young, so shit doesn't really, shit like that doesn't affect you as much because you're there and you're out with your boys. I remember, like, I was fucking salty. Hmm. At how bad they were.
0: That that's why I can't think of too many because what you just said. Definitely, definitely quicksand. From what you just said, like you're just there to be a show. Like bands are playing, you're just like whatever. Yeah, Mm -hmm. like I probably talked to you during that whole set. So can I? You know what I
1: mean?
3: I
0: can imagine SICKO having like 500 because you went to so many metal shows.
3: Yeah, but it's kind of like the same deal. Like even like when we went to see shit like Lizzie Borden, it was you know I, I mean that night I had one of the most fun nights I've ever yeah, had. Yeah, it had it had nothing to do with the band. Yeah, the
1: reason I don't carry around this L Seven story is because Quicksand played murdered it. Right. All my homies were there. I was drinking forties in the alley, so it's not. You know what I mean? I uh,
3: that the uh, the the pre Primus band that I, I was. Really psyched to see him because it was the the old dude from Blind Illusion. Yes, yeah. it was the old dude from Possessed. Yeah, had you know, you didn't know what they looked like or what they're giving Barry was. Lalonde. Yeah, and uh, they played the Empire, and we all went up like expecting it to be like Possessed, and it couldn't have been more opposite. So I was because they stayed blue, I was disappointed yeah. by that. But
1: oh, anything coming to nah. mind? Nah. nah. I'm not completely mad at that.
3: blanking out. Yeah, I'm not mad at that. I know I'm going to go home and think I'm like 15 Well, this will we'll follow up. This will
1: be something we'll follow up on. Because okay. if any of y'all think of something, text it to me, and that'll get my wheels turned yeah. anymore. So who wrote that, P.
0: That is Dave H.
1: Dave, we'll, we'll try to think. Thanks for the question. We'll try to think, though. I think typically you put yourself in the best situation to not see bad bands. So yeah. you, you have to really be let down. You know yeah. what I mean? But we'll think of something, and we'll get back next next episode.
0: Okay, this one is from Bernardo. This isn't a question. Just, uh, you know, some shout-outs. Hey, what's up, guys? First time caller. Love the podcast. A couple of weeks ago, you guys shot on Florida. And as a born and raised Floridian, you guys were 100% on point. <laughs> <laughs> it is the shits here. <laughs> and hurricanes don't help at all. I'm buckling down to my home. I have the latest episodes downloaded. And I'm going to enjoy them through the Hurricane Matthew and the power outages and floodings that are all to come with it. Love the show. Pop for the divel gimmick. Oh, <laughs> respect.
1: Bernardo? Bernard- that's Bernardo, yes, yeah, Bernardo, be safe down there, man. So sorry, I live in Florida. I nothing love... is keeping you down there, man. I mean, I'm sure you got loved ones or whatnot, but yo, man, if you got to pay to get them out of there too, I mean, then I'm... that's
0: what you got to do. Florida's an awesome place to visit, but I would never live there ever. Florida, I don't, I don't even co-sign that. that. Yeah, I don't even think oh, I want to visit. The beaches are awesome. The vacation resorts God, are awesome. Hell, hate beaches. Me Weather's too. great. Hell, too hot.
1: Hate beaches. Yeah. They have manatees. <laughs> Sicko would enjoy going back oh, and shut seeing up. his family. <laughs> Fucking wrapped it All
0: right, next one from Andrew Hums. Whoa. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's the name. <laughs> please spell it. So, H U M
1: S. Well, sorry, maybe, man. Maybe he pronounces it Hums. Yeah, please go right back and tell <laughs> us if it's Hums. Because if Andrew hums, I knew a dude named <laughs> Harry Muff, and I'm not joking. And I'm Stop. not joking. I'm, I, How I many swear, weeks have you been dying to work that into I joke? swear. What do you want me to swear on that I went to high school with a kid named Harry Muff? Wow. You want anyone want me to swear on something uh, important sin
0: and a shame. No, I'll take, get the yearbook. I'll take your word for it. All part. right. Uh, for Vin and the OG, what, if any, indie promotions do you guys keep up with, not including ROH, and what talent do you think will make it to the bigger stage, given more exposure? Uh,
2: OG, go ahead. I don't know what what makes an indie. Uh, Not the big three. What's the big three? WWE. ROH and TNA. TNA. WCW. I watch. I, I know, out. asshole. I like oh pro wrestling gorilla a lot. Uh, PRG? PRG. <laughs> Yeah, PRG. <laughs> Wrestling <laughs> really? is spelled with an R. <laughs> they had to switch it up. That's it. It Yo, was oh man. A, the other drone was <laughs> taking, so You're they had right. to switch it up. You're right. You're Yo. Totally right. <laughs> oh, my God. 100% right. Uh, um,
1: <laughs> Absolutely. I think I think we have <laughs> met, we had mad fun at House of Hardcore. Um, as a promotion and watching a three-hour
2: DVD. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's, I mean, I had a ball. I, live, so did that I. was probably the most fun I've had at a wrestling thing. Right, but maybe ever.
1: I had a fucking ball, man. Yeah, I, yeah. Um, pro wrestling, Gorilla. I like Evolve, um, Dragon Gate. D- there's some good shit out there. As far as him asking about who's up next, I mean, he's not. He's not strictly indie, but uh Ricochet is he's,
0: awesome. he's
1: the best dude to me that exists that isn't with Vince. You know what I'm saying? Um there's there's some dudes that can really fucking work. Um but Vince is Vince is grabbing everyone. I know O. G. always marked for um Roderick Strong from ROH, but Vince
2: snatched him up. He he debuted in NXT tonight Oh did he Yeah Oh word
1: As Is he using Roderick Strong As his name I think so Okay Yeah uh, To me the best dude Not with Vince You know A monstrous Promotion New Japan is big But that's You know That's Japan Is
2: is ricocheting Y'all saw him How good he was live man I mean OG anything No Vinny pretty much covered it Um Lucha's got some good dudes Um
1: Oh, uh, Pentagon! It, Pentagon it, it's is like—it's hard to say,
2: man, because I, I think that you know anybody that Vince wants, Vince gets eventually. Very rarely is somebody saying no and and staying with that no. Um, I mean, with his age, how young
1: he is, is there any way? Uh, who? Ricochet doesn't end up there at no, some point? Yeah, agree. No, no fucking way. I mean, I heard the story. You know, he's wrestling with Lucha under Prince Puma under the mask. But I heard that, like, when they were sniffing around, he was like, It's cool, y'all are interested in me, but I'm making a slaughtering yeah, now. Bullshit. But then they're just going to come back right? and be like, Oh, word? Yeah. D- here's half a mil then if you're making right, 200 grand. They,
2: yeah, they obviously, you know, they come with, with the low ball
1: at yeah, first. of and course. Say, you yeah, know, I'd, say, I'd say by like, you know, 2017, 2018, yeah. Ricochet Can be I here. ask a question real sure. quick?
3: What? When we did the 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 Terrorstorm video, yeah, the the dudes that were there. What's that gimmick called? Chikara.
1: Oh, Chikara. Does that count? Is yeah, gonna- yeah. Those dudes are great too. The the thing is with them is as they're even kind of small as far as an indie. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. The, the, I, I there's not. Yeah,
2: it's, a, it's a very unique product. Yeah, too.
1: it's it's super kid friendly. Mm. Um, yeah, it's the, a lot of those dudes can work, but they're all small that uh, has changed a little bit over the years in terms of you know having to be fucking six six two fifty or whatever mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Those dudes can work. Um uh but yeah like Abbott, it's it's unique, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And it's like I said, it's those the dudes who run it are super family oriented. They run like afternoon shows mm-hmm. when we're either sleeping or trying to sleep. You know what I'm saying?
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Last question for Vin. Can you guess who it's from? Oh,
1: I was wondering. This fucking wolf. He's so mad. There is
0: about thirty new ones yeah. in the mailbox. He, right. So he has no. He has all the free time in the world. He does. He's got a fucking. He's got a cake job. A yeah. cake life in fucking California.
3: And not to forget, not last episode, but I think it was the episode before that.
0: Fucking. Correct killed him. He did. He killed he him. Did. Yeah, I mean, what's it only once a month, the full moon comes out. Yeah. So that's when he goes out and hunts. Right. right. Hunts so right. the other 29 days, you're right. he's writing emails off. Yeah, and the up. bodies are stacked up yeah. to snack on to right. the rest of them. <laughs> Vin, is it true that Correct and Vinci have matching tattoos of the Hulk Hogan logo? <laughs> <laughs> is
1: it fucking correct that you're a fucking half-wolf? <laughs> <laughs> Half-man fuckhead. Jason Bateman, Team Wolf-looking motherfucker. Fucking filthy Irish. Get your teeth fixed. Oh, the Irish. Love the And that's that. uh, the mailbag. All right. As we do every episode, we end off the show with recommendations. Recommendations. It could be... A TV series we're watching, a record we're listening to. It could be some older shit. Could be a Dostoevsky book. Could could be Dostoevsky. Again, wasn't mad at it, just
2: crime and punishment. I was sad about it. (laughs) But I understand crime and punishment. Bye. Bye.
1: The Sicko, do you have a recommendation for this week? I do
3: indeed. Mine was I uh, found by accident. I didn't even know it existed. Um, I was actually that Don Letts Skinhead thing that is actually airing later this evening. I on thought BBC, it. Yeah, yeah,
1: I thought it happened last week. So I was like looking. Is through. it airing in the America? I have no idea. Because Gavin and I were like, "Do we have? I have BBC America. Is it playing oh, on Right. Nah.
2: It's on BBC Four. Okay. So, uh, but we'll be able to uh, Channel Four we'll, or BBC Four.
0: BBC Four.
3: So let's. I want to take this opportunity I mean. to throw it out to any that. of our computer savvy gimmick gangs. If you can hook me up with a link to watch it. Oh, I'm, BBC. Not, I'm well, not mad at this. We'll get it. Like, we'll get it. We'll get it. Some, hit us up if you know how to do that. Anybody you can send us a I've
2: link. I've watched uh, things on BBC4 before. Yeah, I, I just don't want You remember just got to fuck around a yeah. little bit.
3: So anyway, I went looking for that, not realizing it hadn't even been aired yet. I found a documentary on Don Letts. Called superstonic
2: sound. I just watched that not too long
3: ago. I didn't even know it existed. I thought it was pretty cool. It's uh, it's not very long. You can I watch it on YouTube. I did the.
2: I think it's like forty-five minutes. Yeah,
3: it was less than an hour. I did the YouTube on your TV gimmick. Yeah, 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 best gimmick ever invented. Absolutely. Um, it's kind of cool and different in the way it's it's him and his son. His son's like a a dubstep. Yeah. Do. Yeah. So they're kind of talking about like like. Don's walking him through, like, takes him back to Brixton and uh-huh. is giving his history while they're focusing on what, like, the, the kids got some big event coming up. So they kind of, the juxtaposition of the two yeah, is pretty that's, neat. That's right. Cool. But it tells you, like, if you don't know a lot about Don Letts, it's a great place to start because he kind of lays out his history, where he came from, why he was into what he was into, his family history, history of Jamaicans when they landed in Britain, yeah. and things like that. So. Jamaica. It was good. It was it was entertaining, like I said. It's real quick. It's on the YouTubes. You can fucking find it real easy. Eh, it's a good way to kill an hour and you learn about one of the most important people in the history of subculture.
2: So there you go.
1: You know that's uh, that's a felony.
2: What you're doing.
0: Super short. Drawn about on the it. dollar bill. <laughs> <laughs> the Pablo All right, Gimmick Gang. This one is time-sensitive. Oh, boy. We need to get this one ASAP. Oh, boy. So uh, a catalog I get is called Solutions. So you go to the website Solutions.com. Well, because of these big box uh, stores, these guys are going out of business. We're talking 65% off. (laughs) You want to get some shit for your kitchen. You want to get some organizations. Some outdoor, indoor holiday stuff. This is the fucking website. You got to get on it now. 65% off. (laughs) Solutions.com. You want to get a gimmick that... Takes the kernels off the corn. (laughs) They got that gimmick. Our prices are
3: insane.
0: 65% off, up to, get it now, solutions.com. OG,
2: I want to know if he tried
1: working us by getting a cheapo tip in as his recommendation. Is that what just
2: happened? Well, well, Pablo's not being punished, so if he needs to get that out. Right. I mean, okay.
1: You know (laughs) what? You're right. Yeah, we don't have heat with him. Right.
2: He's, well, that's true. We, we do, but not yeah, on not this particular. This. Everybody needs to just tune out for Pablo's recommendation right now. <laughs> just, just for that. For For the 30 seconds he was talking, don't listen. La, 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 la. Do that gimmick.
1: <laughs> okay. OG, do you have a recommendation?
2: I do. Uh, this is a band that I just got hip to. They were around in mid... 2000s ish, I think. I don't know a whole lot about them. They're called Criminal Damage, and they fucking rule. <laughs> I just fucking stuck up for you, and you're fucking with me. Again. What are you talking about? I'm on a computer again. What did he do? I what did it. he do? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't you know, do shit didn't <clears throat> Sick of yeah, <laughs> but I don't know <laughs> what he did. I'm trying real
3: hard not to, but it was too funny. I fucking uh.
0: I know what you're going to say, so I fucking... Oh, he I He's like, yeah, he
2: fucking
0: rule. I know you, but we're like we're like connected at the brain. See how he does. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll finish. Yeah. How he does. Let me finish. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go. <laughs> cr- cr- go ahead. Oh,
3: Take your mic out. Do the walk around
0: <laughs> mic. <laughs> Criminal Damage. <laughs> 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 <pi-> <laughs> 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 wow. Might be the best fucking band I've fucking seen on YouTube. Get this shit. That's pretty good. It's not bad. No, it's, it's not right. awful. Yeah, I'm
2: not upset. Really. Wow.
0: <laughs> Continue. Well done. That's it.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, can you do my recommendation? Oh, every week.
0: Every week. As me? Yeah,
2: every week. All right, I'm in. Because uh, I hate recommendations. Yeah. <laughs> by the way. Could you get the sure, two minutes? We'll cutting out. this
1: off too? Maybe. All right. Whoa. If recommendations goes, dear Vin goes. No. Whoa. Dear Vin does not
2: ever oh, go. all you got to say is the word and Dear Vin's gone. See that? I'm That's with what
1: it. I like to
0: hear. Yeah. I don't I don't deserve this treatment <laughs> of every week. I agree. <laughs> no recommendations. No Chiba <laughs> no Dear Vin. You know what? Shoot Everyone's over. on punishment. It's just
2: going to be us sitting here. No. We're like This talk our this is, shit and then Yeah, this is 2 hours of this. <laughs> Goldberg. Fuck him. Drizzling shits, beefcake, <laughs> beefcake, <laughs> long pauses, <laughs> random things. What
1: was his name? The oily dude or something? That was his second name. <laughs> the boy, S-
2: Swarthy Sam. <laughs> <laughs> what was, was my What was
1: my name? Greasy Mario. <laughs> I can't even remember now.
3: Tabarelli,
2: <laughs> Figarella, what's
1: up?
2: Fontanella, Greasy. Yeah, I think
1: it was Greasy Fontanelli. Mario Fontanelli. Yeah. Uh, know that my recommendation, like the Gavin, is a band. Uh, they are from the UK. They are called Iron Witch. The best way to describe this band is it's the music of the first five Sabbath records, and the vocals of early Black Flag. It's <laughs> fucking crazy.
2: That's, I listened that to that. Just some broke of it my last head. Night. Yeah, it's it's pretty wacky.
1: It's a fucking deal. They have a new record out called A Harold Dawn. Uh, it's only a couple months old, and I actually haven't checked it. I'm just going off of they have had some 7 Inches and some demos, and it's all super hard. It sounds, sonically, it sounds like, again, the first five Sabbath records with punk vocals. It's it's really dope, and it's, I've never seen a, a band mash two things I love, like, Sabbath and Black Flag into the one band, but it's, it's heavy duty biz, and the more I'm digging into them, apparently they have a couple side bands that are all like proper UK punk rock. Mm. So, like uh, hardcore punk, so I'm gonna dig into that, maybe I'll tell y'all more for the next episode. So I like that. That's it for now. This is the Broad Street Breakdown, episode 38. My name is Vinnie Paz for the OG, Stupid Sicko, Professor Pablo. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see y'all next week.
2: Thanks. Nice. <laughs> <laughs>